Shall I take your order, or do you need a minute? Ah, yes, I'll be ready. Just buying a car on Carvana. What? It's super convenient. I already got pre-qualified in two minutes. All I had to do was answer a few questions. What? That's handy. Yeah. Now I'm customizing my down and monthly payments. What? That's an exquisite deal. And just like that, Carvana's delivering my car in a couple days. What? Oh, yeah. Uh, sorry. I'll have the burrito. Visit Carvana.com to finance your next car. Financing subject to credit approval. Delivery fees may apply. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Now that spring is here, it's time to focus on self-care and revitalize your personal care routine. Now through March 26, head in store, shop for all your favorite personal care essentials, and earn four times rewards points. Shop for items like Crest toothpaste, secret deodorant, Old Spice deodorant, or Gillette razors. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome in hour number two, Monday edition of the program. Appreciate all of you hanging out with us. We'll continue to take some of your calls reacting to Ron DeSantis dropping out. We're on the eve of the New Hampshire primary and we are joined by Ohio Senator J.D. Vance, who has been in the news quite a lot lately, also been campaigning all over New Hampshire, I have seen, uh, with uh, President Trump, who is soon to lock up the Republican nomination. And, J.D., I'm sure you uh, have been asked about this all over New Hampshire by voters, but uh, Axios had a story out that said there are three primary contenders for the VP. Uh, they mentioned Nikki Haley. Uh, they mentioned Elise Stefanik, and they mentioned Senator J.D. Vance of Ohio. So, look, you're not on the roll necessarily that Southeast Michigan is, but uh, given the Lions are in the <laughs> NFC Championship and Michigan won the championship, which I know you hate because you're an Ohio State guy, but you got elected to the Senate in uh, in November of 2022, and now Axios says you're one of the three finalists for the VP. So, uh, so are you going to be the next VP or not? Uh, you have to ask Donald Trump. Look, I'm, I'm extremely skeptical of these rumors at this early stage. Uh, I'm, I actually really agree with Donald Trump that the VP actually doesn't matter that much politically. Of course, it matters a lot in governance. So I don't think anybody really votes for VP. They vote for Joe Biden or, or Donald Trump, and hopefully they vote for Donald Trump. I mean, you know, the question of, like, am I interested, as I've said to many people, <clears throat> including I think you guys, I'll help the president however I can because I think it's important that we reelect him. I think one of the most important ways he needs uh, close allies is actually not just as a vice president, but as a U.S. senator. And so I think it's a really important role for me to play in the United States Senate for the people of Ohio and for the agenda that we all care about. Uh, but look, when the president uh, makes that decision, if it's me, then I'll certainly uh, be extremely interested in it. We'll deal with it then. Exactly what we would expect the next vice president to say, yes. Clay. <laughs> yes, exactly. So, so J- J.D., though, you know, we, we have um, – uh, Nikki Haley still technically in it. Ron DeSantis out. Um, do, how do you think this is going to play out now? I mean, we're, we're getting, you know, we're getting to the point where 
The polls for Democrats are looking bleak. Trump is clearly going to be the nominee. Uh, do you think that they just try the Donald Trump incited insurrection strategy with all the legal stuff and they stay with Joe Biden? Do you think that there's still some kind of a plan? I mean, between now and when voters are deciding, what what are you keeping an eye on? Well, I think the big question, and it's always hard to analyze this stuff when you're kind of in the inside of it. Obviously, I've been a big ally of the president's uh, during the early stages of this primary. But, you know, I, I, I think that this thing is over. Um, I, I think the really the big question is whether we, we continue to fight a useless primary fight through Super Tuesday or whether the voters in New Hampshire put it away tomorrow. Because I think if there's a small enough Trump victory, and I do think Trump will win tomorrow, then the media and the pundits and Nikki Haley's donors will say, well, let's put another $100 million behind this thing attacking Donald Trump. That won't change whether he's the nominee. It will weaken the Republican Party going into the November election. Um, how do I think this thing plays out in the general election? I mean, look, I, I think Trump definitely has the edge here. Obviously, they will throw everything that they've ever thrown at him. But the thing about Trump is he's not, and this is one of the huge advantages he always had over Ron DeSantis and Nikki Haley. I made this point on Fox News yesterday, but people say that Trump has baggage. Well, everybody has baggage. The question is whether you survived the media onslaught attacking you over everything that you've done and everything you, you, in fact, haven't done. And I think Trump's ability to show resilience in the face of those political attacks means that they're going to throw everything at him. I don't know that it's really going to matter. I don't know if you guys saw this. There was a Harvard poll today, which has not been an especially pro-Trump pollster. They're a pretty good pollster. They had Trump beating Biden by six points, which is just a huge margin for modern times. But then they asked the question, if he is convicted of mishandling classified documents, uh, what, 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 what say you then? And again, he was up 5347 against Joe Biden. So I, I think there's evidence here that all of this stuff is baked in. And this is fundamentally a referendum on the failed policies of Joe Biden against the successful ones of Donald Trump. That's an election we can win as Republicans. All right, let's dive into what's going on at our southern border and also what's going on in Ukraine and the attempt to connect the two, which we are not a lot, uh, not big fans of, obviously, on this program. But you've been paying attention to what's going on on the ground in Ukraine. Where are we headed there? And also, what do you think is going to happen at our southern border and what should happen? Break down these scenarios for us as you see it playing out. So briefly on Ukraine, total quagmire. The Ukrainians at this point are not making real advances. Another $61 billion isn't going to do anything other than kill a lot more people and risk a bigger escalation. On the southern border, we know what a disaster it is. The one additional thing I've been talking about a lot the last couple of weeks, because I just learned this myself. I didn't realize how big of a problem this is. Do you know that because of the way that they count illegal immigrants in the census, California has five congressional seats it wouldn't have? if the illegal immigration numbers were zero in this country. So so we're actually talking about stealing the democratic legitimacy away from American citizens when you bring in illegal aliens, give them congressional representation at the expense of the American people. This is a huge, huge crisis of legitimacy for our entire country. So, uh, look, what's going on in Washington is that leadership, and I'd say in both parties, is trying to pair these packages where Republicans allegedly – get border security, and Democrats get money for Ukraine, what is going to happen in reality if this package passes is a massive amount of amnesty, no realistic border security, and the Democrats get everything they want on Ukraine. It's a horrendous deal for Republicans, and it's exactly why Donald Trump 
is such an important figure in our party to begin with. Why do we keep on making these terrible deals where our voters get nothing, they get everything, and we wonder why our voters are so pissed off all the time? It's exactly because of what's going on in D.C. now. Final point I'll make on this, we have been told to expect to vote on this thing in a week or two. Immigration law is very complicated. It is Monday. I still haven't seen text on this thing. And importantly, if they really wanted to trade border for Ukraine, they could say, we'll give you your your Ukraine money, Joe Biden, if you get illegal border crossings to zero. The fact that they're not willing to make that trade suggests this isn't about border security. This is all about providing political cover for Ukraine. J.D., when you're talking about Ukraine, you know, I saw uh, Nikki Haley making this argument recently, and, and it's one that you still catch in some quarters of the GOP. Certainly, it's it's very common for the Biden administration, whether it's top officials or, or members of the Senate, where they say, if we don't stop Russia in Ukraine, next is, and they start rattling off, you know, Poland and all these NATO countries. If Russia is having, I mean, you were a military guy, if Russia is having this much trouble in Ukraine, why would anyone think that their next move would be to trigger NATO Article 5 and to start invading other countries with more sophisticated defense systems? I, I, I don't get that argument. Well, you don't get that argument because it's a terrible argument. It doesn't make any sense. Russia can't, as you say, handle Ukraine. They're certainly gonna, not going to invade a much stronger country uh, like Poland or go further um, further west into Europe. The, the other thing that this argument really gets wrong is whether China or some other country is emboldened by the United States' conduct is fundamentally a question of our strength. You know, the old foreign policy wisdom is that deterrence equals resolve plus capability. Now, our capability is significantly weakened. You guys have heard me say this. Our number of missile systems is down to dangerous levels. Our number of artillery shells is down to dangerous levels. So the more that we keep shifting needed weapon systems into Ukraine, the further we weaken our own capability. That weakness, that lack of capability is what's going to invite the next attack. So if we want to prevent a major world historical invasion in Taiwan or somewhere else, the best thing we can do is stop throwing our weapons and money into Ukraine and preserve it for the next crisis. Because whatever that crisis is, we know it will happen. How do you think Joe Biden would respond if China invaded Taiwan? Uh, it's a very good question. I thought about it a lot. I have no idea. I, th- I think that what he would probably do is overreact in an incredibly stupid way. I think that he would try to do something big. It would not be well thought out. It would fail. It might even kill a lot of Americans in the process, and it wouldn't deter the Chinese. Uh, the, the, the thing that the reason I say that Biden might overreact here is, is because the real deterrence that we have right now with China is right now. We should be giving the Taiwanese every single weapon system they might need to fight off in an invasion. Biden is failing to do that in some cases because he's giving needed weapons uh, in Ukraine, meaning the, the, the weapons the Taiwanese need, he's giving them to Ukraine. So my, my sense is that he will do something really big, really unpredictable, because he knows that it will be his fault if the Chinese invade Taiwan. But I don't know, man. Your guess is as good as mine. I think it's really important that we deter the Chinese now rather than pick up the pieces if, God forbid, they invade Taiwan. You mentioned uh, a little bit earlier, and I agree with you, that Trump is baked in. It's really hard to find something new that you're going to rip Trump on or even really move people off what they think of Trump for better or worse. And people like Trump and his presidency more than they like Biden. 
story came out uh, in the Daily Mail that Buck and I talked a lot about, uh, not because it should impact the way that you vote necessarily, but just because it's indicative that a lot of Nikki Haley's past is not known very well. Front page story on the New York Times that I was reading this morning is prep, J.D., talking about how Nikki Haley really had no money at all. And then when she got involved in politics, she started to make a lot of money. Uh, you know, that's a, a story as old as time. But when you look at the story that came out from the Daily Mail about supposedly multiple affairs, affidavits, New York Times today coming out and saying, hey, you know, she's got a little bit of uh, impropriety in her past in terms of how she made money. Have they really, Democrats opened up the anti-Nikki Haley file yet? Or do you think in general they're protecting her uh, in, and waiting and they'll do, they would just unleash like crazy if she actually became a nominee? Because one of the arguments you'll hear, and I'm sure you've heard it a lot, is, oh, she'll poll better than Trump in some of these swing states. Do you buy that? Or is the oppo file really not unleashed on her yet? We've seen the tippity tip of the iceberg guys and they will throw everything that they have at her if, if, if some, you know, act of God happened and she became the nominee. This argument that she does not have baggage, I think, completely ignores what you guys just said. There was the story in the Daily Mail. There's all of her business dealings. I mean, she sat on the board of Boeing while Boeing seems to not be able to make airplanes that can stay in the sky and she made millions of dollars. Like what, what expertise did she bring to the table other than political connections? You know, you, you start to dig into that stuff, and it's going to turn a lot of voters off. And then you layer on the media complex and the hundreds of millions of dollars of pro-Biden super PACs going after her. The idea that she comes out of that in a better position than Donald Trump, I, I think it's laughable. Uh, you're, you're talking about a person whose advantage at all over Biden, I, I think, is based on a mirage that people just don't know her past, good or bad yet. The Democrats are going to throw everything they have at her. Whereas Trump's advantage over Biden is based on, I mean, he's the most well-known figure literally in the entire country. The idea that you can knock him down a peg with attack ads is ridiculous. It's in fact one of the reasons why people underestimated his chances in Iowa is they thought, you know, when the super PACs really went after him, Trump was going to get knocked down. Well, everybody knows what they think about Trump, good and bad. You can't really knock the guy down at this point. J.D. Vance, everybody. J.D., Senator Vance, appreciate you being with us. Thanks, guys. Take care. Look, good workouts aren't supposed to be easy. They're never going to be easy, but they're a lot more exhilarating and likelier to happen when you use Chad mode as a pre-workout supplement. For all the workouts I've been taking on lately and uh, all the time I've been sitting at a desk and writing for hours and hours on end, let me tell you, Chad mode comes in handy every time. It's a phenomenal source of energy comes the form of a scoop of powder. You put it in a glass of water or juice before you work out all clean ingredients, too. You look at the label, you say, oh, I know what all that stuff is, and that stuff's all good, and it tastes good, too, by the way. Once you see the boost you'll get from Chad Mode, you're going to always rely on it in the future. You can find it online with the rest of Chalk's great products. The website is chalk.com, C-H-O-Q.com. Try this pre-workout, not just for workouts, but if you need a little energy boost in your day, Especially in the afternoon, you start to think, do I need a nap? No, try a little Chad mode. Chalk.com is a website. C-H-O-Q.com. Use promo code BUCK for 35%. That's Chalk. C-H-O-Q.com. Promo code BUCK for 35% off any Chalk subscription. From the front lines of truth, Clay Travis and Buck Sexton. If you are an accredited investor, U.S. oil and gas should be part of your investment portfolio. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. Beyond the possibility to invest in a sector that historically delivers sound returns, 
When you invest with Labrador Energy, you have access to potential tax benefits and you may be able to structure your investment to offset active or passive income. According to many sources, U.S. oil and gas drilling remains one of the best tax advantage income investments available. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. Labrador's core executive team has more than 190 years of combined oil and gas experience and has drilled thousands of oil and gas wells. They're dedicated to mitigating risk while providing accredited investors with sound returns. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. American energy independence is crucial for our national security and future prosperity, and Labrador Energy is leading the charge to make that a reality. Invest in U.S. oil and gas today. Learn more at LabradorEnergy.com. Offer for accredited investors only. Past performance is no indication of future results. Investing involves risk. Consult your legal, tax, and financial advisors and read the prospectus before making any investment decisions. Visit LabradorEnergy.com for the prospectus and more information. Your tax refund belongs to you, not an identity thief. Over $6 billion in tax refunds were flagged by the IRS for possible identity theft in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. LifeLock monitors and alerts you to identity threats you may miss on your own, even if you're careful with your personal information. And if you do become the victim of tax-related identity fraud, LifeLock has U.S.-based restoration specialists ready to help solve your identity theft issues. Plus, all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package, meaning LifeLock will reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Let LifeLock help you protect your financial information so all you have to worry about is what to do with your tax refund. Go to LifeLock.com news and save up to 25% your first year. That's 25% off at LifeLock.com news. Identity theft protection starts here. Pure Talk believes in American values and that free should mean exactly that, free. Switch to Pure Talk today and get a free Samsung 5G smartphone. There's no four-line requirement, no activation fees, just a Samsung that's built to last with a rugged screen, quick-charging battery, and a top-tier data security system. Qualifying plans start at just 35 bucks a month for unlimited talk text, 15 gigs of data, and a mobile hotspot. Pure Talk will connect you to the most dependable 5G network in America, for half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. The average size family saves almost $1,000 a year. Let Pure Talk's expert U.S. customer service team help you make the switch today. Just go to puretalk.com slash clay and claim your eligibility for your free brand new Samsung 5G smartphone and start saving on wireless today. Again, go to puretalk.com slash clay to switch to the cell phone company my family relies on, Pure Talk. So, you know, Clay, over the weekend, I was watching The Crown with Kerry. We were watching The Crown together. Oh, my gosh. A letter to the luncheon club about boys being boys, but it might blow back on the royal family. Um, it's, it's, uh, I can understand. Look, it's a beautifully shot show. Uh, I think the royal family is absurd, but it is pretty entertaining, the whole thing. But I bring it up because there's a scene where Queen Elizabeth, uh, Claire Foy, right? That's the actress. Am I right? Is uh, I don't know. Right? She's amazing. Yeah. I can't believe that that we're both going to brag on how good The Crown is. I finished season six, um, and I already admitted that I teared up when Princess Di dies. Carrie wanted to skip ahead to season six, and I told her no. We have to earn our Diana season. We can't just go right to the Diana season. That's not how this goes. So we're we're watching it piece by piece. But there's a scene where Elizabeth says, and I think it's. I don't know if it was to Anthony, I can't remember if it was to uh, Anthony Eden 
who was the prime minister who took over after Church, Churchill and then had the terrible, uh, you know, blunder of the uh, Suez crisis. But anyway, she says sometimes the best thing to do is nothing. And she said that and I was like, you know who doesn't get enough credit for making a smart move in this primary? Our buddy Glenn Youngkin from Virginia didn't decide to just run into the buzzsaw, didn't want to, didn't want to hop into the, uh, the political maelstrom of, of MAGA world, recognized, I think, not his time, because there was a lot of talk about it. Remember, at yeah, one yeah. point, at one point, he was the, you know, the, the sort of super secret special candidate who was going to come in and, and rock the whole race. No, he's happy to just keep running Virginia, doing a good job, but I'm telling you, you're talking about people that are going to run for president before. Next cycle, when there won't be a Trump phenomenon, Glenn Youngkin's running for president. But doing nothing for him this cycle, definitely the right move. Great call. Great call. He hasn't wounded himself in any way. It's a little bit like um coming back for your senior year. You could have been a first-round draft pick. You think about it in a sports analogy. After your junior season, you come back for your senior year and you don't have a great year, sometimes you can go from a definite first-round draft pick to, you know, number one overall pick, potentially fall down a little bit, depending on how exactly things go. Having said all of that, there are going to be over 20 candidates. I can't even imagine. I mean, there'll be a lot of Democrats, too, but it's going to be the 2028 field. Presuming, again, that we get Trump v. Biden, if that is the run, regardless, both of those guys, whoever wins, would be incumbented out. The other guy, who I think, would be too old to be involved at all in 28. Um, although there's people out there already saying, well, if Trump were to lose in 24, he might decide to run again He just again needs one more chance after that. Just one more chance. And then he would be whatever. He's 81 or 82. He's actually then the age that Biden is now. I think that's not true. I think this is it, 24 It'll be clear, both decks will be clear, new generational running, and that'll start by, honestly, I think it'll overshadow the midterms in 26. I, I think there will be a lot of people out there already turning the page to what are the primary season going to look like for 2027 and moving into 2028. It's going to be crazy, and I think you're right. Glenn Young will be in that mix. Uh, uh, Ron DeSantis will be in the mix. Nikki Haley will be in the mix. Vivek, everybody who ran now, maybe J.D. Vance, who we just talked to. I talked about Josh Hawley, other young senators out there that have been kind of waiting for their time. That's going to be the real turn of the generational page. You vote with your buying power every day, whether you realize it or not. When you choose to support a company that offers you great value and also aligns with your values, that's a win for everybody. Switching your cell phone service to Pure Talk, an excellent example. Pure Talk. Gives you phenomenal coverage on America's most dependable 5G network, and they do it for half the price of the other guys. With unlimited plans starting at just 20 bucks a month, the average size family will save almost $1,000 a year. You can feel good about switching to Pure Talk because they're a veteran-owned company with a customer service team right here in the good old USA. Switching's easy, and better yet, you can keep your phone number and your phone when you switch from your current carrier. The end result is you'll save money and join millions of Americans who see the world the same way you do. Dial pound 250, say Clay and Buck to join your fellow Americans. Make the switch today. Join me and my family as well by being a Pure Talk customer. Dial, dial pound 250, say Clay and Buck, and you can save an additional 50% off your first month. 
Welcome back in. Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Appreciate all of you hanging out with us. We're rolling through the Monday edition of the pri- uh, of the program, Primary Eve in New Hampshire. We'll certainly be breaking that down for you for most part of the rest of this show tomorrow, and then Wednesday we'll be talking about the actual results. As always, Granite Staters, I'll get it right this time, everybody out there, go vote. And I want to tie this in. We'll talk some more about this in the third hour, the lawfare that is going on. Uh, we got an email from a VIP, and sometimes VIPs ask this question. Um, and uh, and so uh, I want to talk about Fonnie Willis and what's going on in Georgia in particular. we got some audio for you. But Mike wrote in and said, if the left truly wanted to run against Trump, why the lawfare? That makes no sense. Uh, I, I disagree completely. If you buy into the lawfare argument, which I think Buck does, I, I know I do, the analysis, and we we were, I think if you went back and listened the first time that Mar-a-Lago got raided, what was that, like August of 2022, Buck, when they did the first Mar-a-Lago yeah. raid, something like that, uh, and they went and tried to gl- grab the classified documents. I remember we came on and you saw an immediate spike in uh, support for Trump, but there wasn't until the charges were filed in March of 2023 by Alvin Bragg, who filed the first charges, and then in short order... We had the uh, the South Florida charges, the D.C. charges, and the Atlanta charges. And I'll talk about the Atlanta and Fawny Willis just shortly. The data was clear that Republicans would rally around Trump. So I don't think there's any doubt that Democrats made the calculated decision. They thought it was a good move politically to go after Donald Trump in an election year when it came to the general election and that it was likely to aid his campaign in the primary. And so I don't think there is any doubt at all that the Biden administration made the choice that they want to run against Donald Trump. That's the reason for all these charges. They knew it would strengthen him in the Republican primary, and they believed it would weaken him in the general. Now, what Buck and I have been talking about for a while is the data may not reflect that that's true. We'll get into that a little bit in the third hour, but that is that is the question of the election now. And by the way, I'm not sure that they're even going to be able to get any of these court cases done, but they believe that if they get a conviction on Trump, that that will weaken Trump with independent voters, with swing voters in the swing states, and that would propel Biden or another Democrat in the event that it's not Biden to election in 2024. That is the political gamble that they are ma- making. And Republicans are making the choice to put Trump in. Now, we'll never know. Maybe there's a multiverse out there. What the impact of the Republican primary would have been if Democrats had never charged Trump with any crime. I actually think it would have been far more competitive. And we may have ended up with a different nominee if Trump were not charged with a crime at all. Now, having said all that, Georgia, it appears, the state charges in Georgia are basically collapsing in real time as we told you based on allegations which now seem quite clear that Fonnie Willis decided to hire her uh her mister her paramour her a lover and paid him $650,000 in taxpayer funds there now has been evidence that comes out that shows all of the uh, the money that was spent uh the taxpayer uh, dollars going on vacations. Again, taxpayer dollars. He was paid two hundred shortly after she was elected as the Fulton County DA. She said there's not going to be any 
inappropriate relationships in this office while she's in charge. Listen. Supervisors under my leadership that are not encouraging and building up my staff will not be supervisors long in my administration. And um, I certainly will not be choosing people to date that work under me. Let, Let me just say that. I think that what citizens are really, really concerned about is if you chose to have inappropriate contact with employees. I mean, there's nothing that I can say on it other than it is distracting. Um, it is certainly inappropriate for the number one law enforcement officer in the state. Um, and it just, it, it really, really saddens me. And it will be very unfortunate if the taxpayers of this community have to pay for any of those lawsuits. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, Buck. That is, Look, she has done exactly what she said would never happen. I, I think it's, it's clear that the, uh, Georgia trial of Donald Trump, the whole Rico thing. It was a stretch to begin with. Uh, we always agreed that that was one that, you know, as soon as it became clear there were 19 defendants or 18 defendants or whatever it was going to be, they weren't going to be able to get this done in time. Now, I think part of the calculation there was always it was politically advantageous for Fannie Willis, regardless of the timeline. And also they, because it's state charges, not federal charges, Theoretically, they could wait until even after the election to bring it all and they could still get Trump, right? I mean, and I know there's been some back and forth on whether president could, uh, get rid of state charges as well as federal charges. But anyway, um, what we have now is the complete collapse of this whole thing. And the, one of the problems with prosecutorial misconduct and the reason that it has to be taken so seriously is that, uh, especially in, in a situation like this, where you have multiple cases being brought against an individual, the whole thing just looks bad. It's like this is the kind of prosecutor that brings a case against Donald Trump, somebody with this level of uh, ethical um, disconnect, this kind of uh, compromise ethics on display. So uh, to me, this whole thing is falling apart, but it also is a reminder that this was all a political hit. And so I think that the the optics of this are really bad for all of the Trump trials, right? It's more than just even the Fonnie Willis trial because, as I've been saying all along, you just look at some of these things without even knowing some of the details of the case, Clay. All the all the charges are brought in the election year, really. They're, they're going to yeah. wait so all the trials happen in the election year. Donald Trump is uh, going to be, you know, 80 before long, never charged with a crime before in his life, all of a sudden four felony indictments. I mean... You just look at the, the percentages of the numbers, and now you have, really, one of the prosecutors bringing this is a clear partisan hack who probably should lose her law license. You know what I mean? I, I I think that people look at this, normal people look at this stuff, and they come away with the conclusions that they should, which is that the whole thing is a farce. Yeah, and, and again, this, even the New York Times, which tries to ignore a lot of these stories, on the Sunday New York Times had a front page story about Fawny Willis and this relationship with Nathan Wade. So I don't know when it's going to be officially kicked to the curb. The story that would really open a hornet's nest here, Buck, is now not the Atlanta case. Because I think Fawny Willis, I think all that's falling apart. She's going to have to step down. She may be, if she got charged with crimes, which I don't think it's crazy that she could be charged with crimes based on hiring her lover, paying him this much money. And if he were charged as well, again, uh, and the argument you could make is that she was profiting off of taxpayer dollars by hiring him. I don't know what the protocol is, but I'm quite clear and certain that there had to be some sort of protocol where you would acknowledge if you were in a relationship with someone. 
uh, especially if you're in a supervisory role over that individual. That is a big no-no in pretty much any company in America. You have to go, I mean, some of you out there listening may have been in this situation before where you have to go to HR and say, hey, we are dating, this is a situation that's going on so that the company's aware of it. If there were criminal charges brought against her, and I think there very well could be, this could be a situation where the, all of the behind-the-scenes covert relationship between the Biden administration, Department of Justice, and the way all these charges were brought could go up in smoke in a big way. And you and I have been saying to everybody out there, commentators who dreamed of Trump going away to prison, looked at the Alvin Bragg charges and said, this is the biggest garbage that could possibly exist. So I think you toss that on the scrap heap. The South Florida charges are the most significant because there's almost a strict liability offense associated with these classified documents. Now, Biden has his own classified documents scandal, and the jury pool is way better. So that, to me, is also kind of shunted off to the side. Plus, it's not going to happen, I don't think, based on the timing before the actual election. The Jack Smith case now becomes even more integral and central to everything that the Biden administration is trying to do. And so remember, that case right now is scheduled for March 5th. There's no way it's going to start on March 5th. I don't think it could start until the summer, but I wonder whether they're going to start the Alvin Bragg case, Buck, because that one seems to be potentially the easiest to get going, and then they take them out of order that we're expecting right now. That That's one thing that I think if you're out there paying attention to this lawfare and trying to game plan it, I think the schedule now may shift to Alvin Bragg bringing his super weak charges in New York State first. Um, and if that happens, we'll see how that impacts things. But, uh, this is the, this is the story of the, of the entire election now. What, if any, is there going to be an impact there? I'll take some of your calls, 800-282-2882. In the meantime, Tunnel Towers Foundation supports America's greatest heroes. These are our military service members and first responders who've died or become severely injured in the line of duty, as well as homeless veterans. These are the heroes we all owe a debt of gratitude to. The Foundation's Gold Star Fallen First Responder Smart Home and Homeless Veteran Program honors the sacrifices made for us through the Foundation's Never Forget programs, which engage people in 9-11 remembrances across America, over 80 runs, walks, and climbs a year, dozens of golf outings and barbecues, where hundreds or even thousands of people come together. Tunnel Towers 9-11 Institute educate kids in kindergarten through 12th grade about America's darkest day while helping our nation keep its vow to never forget. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel the Towers goes to its programs. Never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices of our country's greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel the Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Stay on top of election news with 24 from Clay and Buck, a weekly podcast you can find on the free iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. If you are an accredited investor, U.S. oil and gas should be part of your investment portfolio. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. Beyond the possibility to invest in a sector that historically delivers sound returns, when you invest with Labrador Energy, you have access to potential tax benefits and you may be able to structure your investment to offset active or passive income. According to many sources, U.S. oil and gas drilling remains one of the best tax-advantaged income investments available. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. 
Labrador's core executive team has more than 190 years of combined oil and gas experience and has drilled thousands of oil and gas wells. They're dedicated to mitigating risk while providing accredited investors with sound returns. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. American energy independence is crucial for our national security and future prosperity, and Labrador Energy is leading the charge to make that a reality. Invest in U.S. oil and gas today. Learn more at LabradorEnergy.com. Offer for accredited investors only. Past performance is no indication of future results. Investing involves risk. Consult your legal, tax, and financial advisors and read the prospectus before making any investment decisions. Visit LabradorEnergy.com for the prospectus and more information. Pure Talk believes in American values and that free should mean exactly that, free. Switch to Pure Talk today and get a free Samsung 5G smartphone. There's no four-line requirement, no activation fees, just a Samsung that's built to last with a rugged screen, quick-charging battery, and a top-tier data security system. Qualifying plans start at just 35 bucks a month for unlimited talk text, 15 gigs of data, and a mobile hotspot. Pure Talk will connect you to the most dependable 5G network in America, for half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. The average size family saves almost $1,000 a year. Let Pure Talk's expert U.S. customer service team help you make the switch today. Just go to puretalk.com slash clay and claim your eligibility for your free brand new Samsung 5G smartphone and start saving on wireless today. Again, go to puretalk.com slash clay to switch to the cell phone company my family relies on, Pure Talk. Grand Canyon University, a private Christian university in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, believes that we're endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. GCU believes in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. GCU equips you to serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. Change the world for good by putting others before yourself to glorify God. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's online, on-campus, and hybrid learning environments are designed to help you achieve your unique academic, personal, and professional goals. With over 330 academic programs as of September 2023, GCU meets you where you are and provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Let it flourish. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Welcome back into Clay and Buck. We'll take some of your calls here. 800-282-2882. And also want to say... Thanks to all of you who uh, listened to our 24 podcast over the weekend, uh, which is doing great. It's where we have highlights from all things election from the week. A uh, great way to get qu- caught up quickly on politics. If you miss something during the week or you just want to do a little refresher, but you got to subscribe to the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton show podcast. Uh, so please do that wherever you get your podcast. The iHeart Radio app is a phenomenal place. To, uh, to listen to podcasts. I listen, uh, all the time on iHeartRadio. I recommend you do the same. And, uh, now I wanted to get into, oh, it, it's, and yes, it is indeed free. Our team reminds me there's a free app. Uh, and we have, oh, whoops, where are the reads? There, I mean, where are the, uh, the calls? There we go. We got calls coming in. I pressed the wrong button. Jake in North Carolina. Some thoughts on DeSantis, Trump and more. What's going on, Jake? Hey, how are we doing today? We're um, good. As a, as a solid, 
Trump supporter right from the very start. This is, uh, I wish Ron DeSantis eight months ago would have said he was going to be a vice president, and then that way they could have uh, consolidated everybody from the start, and there wouldn't be any discussion about what was going to happen in 2028. Ron DeSantis would have walked right into the presidency after uh, four years with Trump, and he could have been uh, quite an ally, and they could work together rather than against each other. The challenge, thank you for the call. And we've, we had a lot of people arguing that for a year or more before DeSantis officially announced. The challenge with that, again, you get into some 11th Amendment issues, which involve both Trump and DeSantis being Florida residents. When Trump was still living in New York, this would not have been an issue. DeSantis obviously is a Florida resident because he's the governor. Having two people from the same state potentially creates constitutional issues. Never happened before. And historically, you can think of why that was, Buck, because in the early days of uh, of our country, there was concern. Every state was like its own country, so there was concerns that if the president and vice president both ended up from the same state, it would be hard to uh, to, to manage all of that. So um, that is uh, that is what is going on as it pertains to uh, to the idea yeah, and, and of a DeSantis Trump VP. There's, Ron's not going to uh, be Trump's VP. Uh, I think there's, I would be absolutely shocked beyond words. Um, and I, I look, I know some people that are pretty close in on, uh, on DeSantis world as well as Trump world. And, uh, that's, that's definitely not something that we're all expecting. Uh, David in Brainerd, Minnesota. What's going on, David? Hey guys, you know that, that kid in high school choir that stood next to you that was tone deaf, didn't carry a tune in a bucket. The, 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 the instructor, the choir director does that kid a disservice if he tells him or her that they're great and they're, they're destined for greatness as a vocalist. Can, can I pause you here for a sec? I thought you were specifically calling me out because I was in, I'm tone deaf. I cannot sing. My chorus instructor when I was in high school, I, I don't know if I told this on the show, Buck, do you know what the chorus instructor did? He walking around, I was a bass. He told me, you mouth the words now. You announce the song. You have a good voice. You announce the songs that we are going to sing, but I don't want you actually singing because you throw off the rest of the basses. So when you just called in, James Skandrick, by the way, uh, rest in peace, was my chorus instructor. Uh, when you just, when he just called in, Buck, I was like, wow, did he, does he know my entire singing career? So sorry to cut you off, but you're literally talking about something that happened to me. I couldn't sing. I, I, I'm tone deaf. So that instructor would have done you a disservice, Clay, if he would have told you you were bound for good things as a vocalist. Well, that's the thing with Nikki Haley. She's been surrounded by people who have lied to her, overinflated her ability, abilities and told her that she's bound for greatness. So my prediction with her is that after New Hampshire, she's going to drop out. She doesn't want to be embarrassed in South Carolina. Um, but in addition to dropping out, I really think she's going to pull a Chris Christie, and she's not going to give Donald Trump um, her endorsement. So no, I don't. I don't see. I don't see that. She's going Thank to want you for the them. call. Thank you. I mean, look, the, the gentleman could be right, uh, but I, I don't. I think he's almost certainly wrong on this one. She's going to. She's going to fall in line. She's not going to want to. Be, She's not looking to be, she wants to be in the good graces of the GOP power establishment. She's not trying to show up on Morning Joe on MSNBC at the cool kids table and become a Democrat. Like, I don't think, I don't think Nikki Haley's going Liz Cheney. Do you? 
No, I think she wants to win in 28, and I think it's some. I, I what I agree with our caller about is it's not just Nikki Haley. Everybody who gets involved in politics eventually ends up surrounded by sycophants who all tell them you are the greatest because those uh, the, those associates, the people who work for you, owe their power to your success, which is why they often don't want you to drop out all those things. But I'm with you, Buck. I think Nikki Haley wants to run in 28. When she loses New Hampshire, as we think she will, but everybody go vote tomorrow, uh, then I think uh, she will have the same decision to make that Ron DeSantis made. And I don't think there's going to be any polling that suggests that she's going to win a one-on-one battle coming off a loss in New Hampshire. Speaking about polling, friends, there's some interesting data to suggest where this whole election could be going, depending on how these indictments end up with whether uh, with guilty verdicts or not. We shall make sense of that, plus more on the border. New York City is considering something insane on the crime front. Biden is still technically the nominee. we got a lot to talk about. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Now that spring is here, it's time to focus on self-care and revitalize your personal care routine. Now through March 26, head in store, shop for all your favorite personal care essentials, and earn four times rewards points. Shop for items like Crest Toothpaste, Secret Deodorant, Old Spice Deodorant, or Gillette Razors. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. My name is Chris Moody, host of the new podcast, Finding Matt Drudge. I'll be taking you on a journey to find the mysterious media mogul Matt Drudge, founder of The Drudge Report. Along the way, I'll talk to people who have worked with him, dined with him, and fought with him, taking listeners into private conversations, all in an attempt to get a better understanding of who Drudge is and what motivates him. Hopefully, he'll even sit down with us. Listen to Finding Matt Drudge on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.